What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Well, hello, everyone, and thanks for checking in uh, to today's podcast. Uh, we continue our, our journey in Hebrews uh, with the theme, uh, Jesus is Greater. I'm Ray Moss, uh, one of the pastors at New Vision. Uh, by the way, thank you for those who have stopped me and other staff, really, and shared how much they, how much these bo- uh, podcasts really mean to you each day. It, it's really our desire to complement what you hear from the pulpit each week with a complete chapter-by-chapter reading and, and some commentary. Again, we, we're encouraged by your, your listening uh, each day. Well, today's reading comes from, uh, I'm going to read from the NIV version of Hebrews 10, uh, 15 through 18. That's just four verses, and really that are packed with, with the gospel, the good news, or, or like I, I like to say, the greatest news. So let's, let's read that passage. Um, the Holy Spirit testifies to us about this. First, he says, this is the covenant I will make with them. After that time, says the Lord, I will put my laws in their hearts, and I will write them on their minds. Then he adds, Their sins and lawless acts I will remember no more. And where these have been forgiven, sacrifice for sin is no longer necessary. Now, uh, this passage begins with a statement about the witness of the Holy Spirit. And, and just kind of thinking back, we saw God's hand in, in this redemption in, in chapter 5, verse 10, as designating Christ as the great high priest. And then the son's witness in yesterday's podcast in, in chapter 10, 5. And now in verse 15, we see the Holy Spirit who bears witness to God, God's word from Jeremiah 31, 33. Really, all three lead to the same conclusion that this new covenant is really about God's grace of forgiveness of sin and that his spirit will now dwell in us and guide us. You know, the writer is aware that false beliefs can creep into to the life of a believer. You know, it can come from Satan, it can come from the world's systems, and even our flesh. So we're, we are at all at times in need of a, well, let me say that again, we are at all times in need of a reminder of what our salvation depends on and the assurance it brings to us. So, uh, so what makes these few verses so important? Maybe uh, maybe the most important news a person can really receive. I think the first thing he addresses is, is that what Christ does overcomes limitations. And let me explain this. And I want to give credit to the, this idea and illustration from George Guthrie. He's a professor over at Union, uh, Union University. He reminds us of how we grow up and the messages we hear from our parents. My parents were just like this. Parents mean well when they say this. But we also know it has problems. I know most of you've heard it, and this is how it goes. You can do anything in life you want. You just have to want it bad enough. That may be a great motivator, but we also know we all have limitations that we can't overcome. You know, some guys do end up playing major league uh, baseball. Some ladies become governors, uh, but not everyone has that kind of talent. So the point is that there is there's a limitation that all men incur. It does not matter who your grandparents and your parents are. We all have this limitation. Guthrie goes on and says, 
That limitation, of course, has to do with sin. We simply cannot overcome sin or turn back its consequences, and neither can your parents. No one can except God. So this this passage really speaks to this limitation. Uh, and Guthrie goes on and says, Most religions involve some form of human doing for God, sacrificing, something to win favor with the Almighty. At the heart of Christianity stands the core truth that God has done something for us through his sacrifice of his son that we could never do ourselves. He's taken our sins out of the way, forgiven us completely, and relates to us intimately and eternally. So this passage really speaks to that. It overcomes that limitation that we have, and that's, that's our sin. No matter how good you are, you cannot overcome that. So one is we can't, you know, we can't overcome our limitations. And then I think, too, this, this passage speaks about the freedom we have from a guilty conscience. Verse 17, their sins and lawless acts I will remember no more. I, I'm, I'm amazed at those who come from biblical counseling, who, who, who come to biblical counseling, who claim to know Christ, but still live with this kind of guilty conscience. The writer will speak more about this later in verse 22. So we don't have to live in that shame and guilt any longer. Satan, the liar, loves to remind us of those things. He wants us to live in that rather than trust God's goodness and his love and sacrifice. It's really a false belief that haunts and frustrates way, way too many Christians. So this chapter sets us free and really should be a go-to verse when those thoughts come to our mind. We are no longer guilty. You know, this is this is really where Satan does his infamous work. I like what Louis Giglio said. He said, The enemy trying to bring up your past is like somebody robbing your old house. You don't live there anymore. That's not your stuff. And then John Bunyan from the great Pilgrim's Progress, that great classic. He says, We have come to the cross and we have our we've had our burden of guilt cut from cut from off our backs and they were rolled into a tomb. Wow, both of those quotes really, really get to the heart of it. So this passage helps us to overcome limitations. We have freedom from guilt. The last thing I'd say about this passage is it really gives us assurance of our salvation. Verse 18 says, And where these have been forgiven, sacrifice for sin is no longer necessary. Of course, Scripture is packed with verses that are constantly reminding us that this relationship, this forgiveness, is permanent and non-negotiable. Now, this is a new covenant, and it's the work of our Lord. You know, too many times we allow, allow our own stumbling to negate the work of Christ. We, we've taken, sometimes we've taken lordship to a place of works that earns God's love. His love is based on who He is and the work He's done for us. Now, we could never do anything as a believer that causes Him to love us less or even more. You know, confession of sin as a believer is a discipline that helps us grow. We have all uh, of God in us we'll ever have, but as Paul will tell us many times, our flesh and its old habits keep us from living really in victory that's been given to us. Chapter 10 of Hebrews is really all about assurance, an assurance that was prophesied centuries earlier by the prophet Jeremiah. And I love that verse as well. Jeremiah 31, 33, and 34, a great place to mark your Bible. He said, This is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declared the Lord. 
I'll put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I'll be their God, and they'll be my people. No longer will they teach their neighbor or say to another, Know the Lord, because they will all know me from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. You know, the great limitation, the one I, I cannot overcome, is my separation from a creator. I'm no longer declared guilty because I live by faith and assurance declared by God himself. Again, Louis Giglio once said, The enemy wants to define you by your wounds. Jesus wants to define you by his. Uh, those who put their faith and trust in Jesus really uh, claim with great assurance today that we, we really are children of God. Father, if anyone is listening today, still living without placing their faith in what you have done, I pray, Father, that your Holy Spirit will turn them to you today. For the believer who lives in constant fear, that they never do enough, never measure up enough, that they claim these verses is truly uh, setting them free, free in Christ. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Hey, thanks for listening in today. Hope to see you this weekend in one of our services. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.